Yo, welcome to this week's hate cast with your host, Lopez. And Moon. <laughs> How are you doing? You destroyed my earlobes. Every story yeah. everyone's yeah. <laughs> You better put a trigger warning on that. Trigger warning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we're oh, getting. Hello. Hi, everybody. I think we're getting uh, nice and awake here. Let's go. I hope you're nice and awake, baby, because we're about to talk. We're about to talk some stuff. We're doing that usual, <laughs> you know, how like the cool college professors come in and like make a scene so that everybody can pay attention to them. Yeah. Look at me. I'm wearing my nice blazer, my nice suit. Look at but my with nice shirt. jeans. But, but with, with jeans. And I'm look cool. at my glasses. And my shirt's not tucked in. And I approach cool. you. And when I approach to you, I put my leg very close to my desk in order to give it support while still giving that full gaze, that contact. Like look, looking right at you. I'm preaching cool. some fucking heat. Preaching some fucking mmm. That good good. I'm cool. Mmm, because I'm cool. Guys, <laughs> here at the Hate Cast, we here like to be at the Hate Cast. Your cool college professors, you know, holding it down, being cool, being awesome, being amazing, just for you. And why do we do that? Why do we give free college level courses as cool professors? Free, free, free as cool professors. As cool professors. As cool professors. Because we love you all. We really do. No, I don't. Yeah, no. It's because we hate you all. You know who I really like? You know who gives me the ability that I can love and makes allows me to hate you all? Who is that? Who would that be? Our lovely patrons. Our lovely <gasps> patrons, baby. Mm. Is that why this flamingo's on? Is that why, they is that why the flamingo's on? The flamingo is on. Those AA batteries don't buy themselves. Yeah, they really don't. They're expensive, no, they, guys. We, Come on. we also have to like physically move there, go get them. We're ordering from Amazon. Like, there's job to be like, there's a job to be done to actually acquire batteries. Yeah, it's effort. It's definitely effort. Plus, probably like the kids mining, wherever they're mining, <laughs> <laughs> little kids in Bolivia mining lithium for us. Yeah, oh. like it's it's a lot of work. Like you guys don't understand. And we There's do none manly. of the work really, but thank you. No, but thank you very much. I for the people who do, for the, the people that do, we appreciate you and we love you. So thanks to our patrons. Thanks to our patrons. We're gonna speed run this one down the list. We got big dog, woof woof, Gulai, Gulai, Ramon Gonzalez. Stumble, stumbling in. Steven Carl Pasaglia. Pasaglia. Isa. We also got Billy and Marina Lopez. I'm dead. We got Isa Marina. He says. We also have Dorman. Que lo que, mi loco. Que lo que tu dice, brother. Tenemos a Jack O'Donnell. I don't know who you are yet, but hey, buddy. We got seize the tease. The best tease. And we got Rob. The he, Rob. He gave us 60 bucks. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, that was a horrible speed run. I liked it. It was slow. It was very it was a very slow speed run. It was fast, but it was slow. It was a mix-up. I was mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> I confused slow and steady with fast and jabby. 
Speaking of pew 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 pew. Yo, speaking of yo, special shout out, special shout out to my boys. Yo, my boyos, Jonathan Manningly, oh my god, Hankinson and Miles Cosgrove, those motherfuckers from the Louisville Metro Police Department, the motherfuckers that killed Brianna Taylor. I don't know, 150 days? March 13th? March 13th. Wow! Huge job, shout guys. out. You guys, you guys. Still free. Look still at that. fucking free walking around. You guys are some oh, wow. A-tier like, murderers for just yeah, getting like, away with it. God damn. Yeah, eight, like next to like Manson. But Manson got caught, right? Yeah, at least he got caught. Shit. Shit. Are these like Al Capone niggas? Like, nah, they're like OJ type of niggas. Give them time. They'll, they'll do it to themselves. Give them time. We'll get them. <laughs> but you gotta, it's got to be like OJ. It's got to be give them some time. Yeah, they're OJ. <laughs> my... my What's, who was it? Brother Rob would always be like that. Just get, keep keep giving out rope. Just got to keep giving out. Be a good rope dealer. Just give out a lot of rope. Let them hang themselves. Yes, I do. Whoa. <laughs> themselves. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Rope dealing. They should also Epstein themselves. <laughs> oh, wait. Epstein was an inside job. I'm sorry. Might be. Might be. You guys can actually go fuck yourselves. Have you seen the Epstein uh, documentary on Netflix? I saw like the end of it. Oh, man, it was it was actually really good. It was, it was great. It was horrible. It was. It's horrible to know. It's horrible how much people get away with. Yeah, well, money and how you can just buy anything with money. Yeah. Apparently, uh, you can buy your little kids. <laughs> I, yeah. I, you know, I, I knew you could buy drugs. <laughs> that one's easy. That was easy, right? You know, apartment weapons, houses. maybe. Yeah. Kids, woo, damn, god damn, and they, and they just like give it to you. They, they just you know, they pack them up, put them up in those wafer fucking, uh, <laughs> what the is wayfair it? like uh, bookcases, a fucking thirteen no, thousand dollar bookcase. It was a cabinet too. I, don't, I want cabinet. a bookcase. I want a thirteen thousand dollar fucking bookcase. I'm one of them, I think, was like a, it was a, one of those like outside chairs. Yeah, like lo- sorry, benches. But it had like an opening for storage in yeah, in the seats. Because where the fuck are we gonna put the little kids? Exactly. No, it's actually very sad. I saw a video of like those. You know, like we don't realize all of the th- stuff that happens in those contain, like you know, our shipping places where we have like all those containers from like yeah, you know, the boats and stuff like that. Like I saw a video of someone opening it up and they were just taking out bodies of little kids, just yeah. roped up into stuff, and it's just. Dead bodies of just pure, mm-hmm. just kids. Well, and that was crazy. Like, I'm like, whoa. I've been actually following one guy on TikTok who works at a major port. And he was exposing, like, uh, mm. what people think is, like, because the, the one you're talking about was probably one where they yeah. did not have advanced life support systems. And he was, like, he had one oh, no, they showed did. an unboxing of, like, one of them where they had, like, a legit, like, Really great container for everybody's shit on one side, and they had an, a water purifier and an air purifier, oh, and all wait, this kind so of like, like actual high tech equipment. Like you can keep in an, in a normal shipping container, like a solid twenty five people alive yeah. for a month. Yeah, and it, it's, like that's it's, a ridiculous amount. If you think about it's, it's better, a lot of it's better than a fucking government issued apartment. Wow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather live in that shipping container than live in the projects. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, right? Just how money talks and what, like, you know, <laughs> wherever the money goes, whatever the yeah. money flows. 
No, yeah, but, but no, shipping container trafficking is actually really fucking intense. No, it is and fucking it's like, intense. It's less uh, intense here in the States. Well, on this side of the States, it's more intense on the Pacific because most shipping containers are shipped on that side of the ocean just all together. Like, there are bigger yeah. shipping containers on that side of the ocean. That's all. Then we got but holy we get some of shit. It, yeah. But it's like, holy shit. You can like, there are, there are, there are people that are stuffed in a shipping container in a port in China and they will come out in like the Panama Canal or they'll come out like by the time they make it to New York, New Jersey. That's a fucking trip when you think about it. Yeah. Like that's literally across the world ex- almost to a T. And with illegal ways, it's obviously going to take longer than. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about the time it actually takes without all the custom stoppages to get a shipping container across the world. And you're just in a box. Yeah. In the dark. Like, oh, we, no, these have lights. They oh, yeah. The, lights, the advanced one have lights, whatever. Shitters, but still, you, you know, you're in, a, in four walls for a month. I'm will drive you pretty right crazy. Yeah, exactly. So you're in four <laughs> walls right now for the last few months, and you've gone crazy. I've so gone imagine, crazy. imagine not having anything to do, yeah. how much faster you'd go crazy. Oh, my God. I would be like mush by the end of it. Yeah. Like, I would just be like, yes, take me. I mean, then I don't again, know wait, where wait, we are, wait, but take me. Then again, you don't know because the shipping container is bigger than your room. Uh, yeah, most yeah, most definitely. I wouldn't know. I think I would. I could make laps. I would have like a self designated like maybe gym. I would grab the the smaller kids and I'll try like bench pressing the smaller kids, <laughs> and that'd be like my like gym. And then would run with them like cardio, like you know, keep like <laughs> sounds. That's fucking yeah, horrible. horrible. I can't even continue with the joke. It's not even funny. Well, I mean. That's why all of the uh, Epstein killed himself jokes are pretty shit at the end of the day. Because it's like, yeah, Epstein killed himself. He didn't kill himself. Ha ha. Get it? Yeah. The people who killed him are probably like really powerful and other really powerful yeah. and rich people. Yeah. That's horrible. Like that makes it sound worse when you think about it. Yeah. And there will be no justice for any of his victims. Oh, shit. It's not as funny anymore, is it? No, exactly. It's not. It's not no, again, it's just the way like like just money works. And like you can literally buy anything. You're above like the law. At every given point, like, right, you can yeah. just give money to people and they'll sway a certain way. Like, there's no just, like, the moral compasses here are just, you know, driven by, like, money. And um, I was watching this show called uh, Alt- Alter Carbon. I told you to watch it. Yeah, I haven't started it yet. And essentially the whole gist, like, beyond, like, the story that they have, like, the overall arcing gist of this is that humanity a couple, like, thousand years ago discovered a way... To put your consciousness in like a little like looks like a fucking floppy disk. Like the we digress with fucking technology. It looks like a floppy disk. You can just pop in your the back of your skull and essentially you can like or like the back of your vertebrae and like essentially you can just become like different bodies and travel and essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Your consciousness doesn't it doesn't essentially grow old, right? You just yeah. learn more and whatever. Your bodies would stop in you to achieve that immortality. So what happens? You can buy bodies. You can create clones. That's that state. So uh, people who have a lot of money just keep going live and going forever. And, going. Yeah. and because they live forever, they dictate the rules of what's going on. Yeah. Of the people. And obviously in people want to strive. And apparently like, the whole like purpose of it was to travel, right? You want to yeah. make your intergalactical fucking traveling a, a thing. You like that. You would beam your consciousness to another like kind of pod, yeah. like virtually. Essentially, you just load yourself into another body, like boom, like a video game. 
But if you have enough money, you can just live forever. And the longer you live, the longer you like gain money. Therefore, your money just keeps accumulating and you're just mm-hmm. fucking filthy rich. Plus all the connections that you make and all the people that you got there. Because the only and reason the you got there, right, mm-hmm. is by doing some fucked up shit. Yeah. Well, but that's a... a I mean, even a perfect example is uh, this year's budget in New York City. So I, I was reading a great article about it. And apparently yeah. the people, the city council members here that voted against the budget expansion to the NYPD, like voted in favor of the budget cuts to the NYPD. Mm-hmm. All those council members got seven times less discretionary and capital funding from from the New York City Council than everybody who voted in favor. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because they are going to like... It's all like who benefits everything. And that's one of the biggest problems that we have with like the privatization of fucking like wealth, right? That Mm -hmm. you can just give it to a political party as a donation. And then, miraculously enough, there's fucking laws and shit that, you know, benefit you and just benefit you more again. It's very coincidental how it works. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, right? Uh, For example, if you want to go to uh, Robert Moses. How he get uh, himself to, friend, yeah. yeah, your best friend, how Marcel, right? Like how he got his uh, into that position where he was just able to write his own laws. Yeah, he like, got himself into multiple city positions where he was just writing the bylaws and in the rewriting of the bylaws, they couldn't fire him and he never got voted into any of the positions to begin with. So then he just leveraged himself into the next position yeah. and then rewrote the bylaws so he couldn't get fired. So he was always in a position where he couldn't get fired and could always do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. And we just figured here out like, man, like fucking wealth is able to give you that political, that economic power to rewrite, change history to your fucking willing. Because in the end, history is written by the victors and whatever is whatever is left in the opposite side of history is just going to be painted wrongly. Yeah. And you decide to paint that narrative, right? It, it, I think the, one of the places where it becomes the most sinister though now is because of media exposing it so much, it's so blatantly in your face and they still don't give a shit. You well, know, we go back to the whole Epstein. Oh, yeah, Epstein didn't kill himself. That was an inside job. Yeah. Of course it was a fucking inside How, job. What else would it be? Yeah. What the fuck are we doing about it? To, about it? And then there's the other people that are like in the prosecution and shit like that that are randomly getting killed. Everyone who's been in the fuck like... Yeah, wasn't it the, uh, the, the judge? Attorney, yeah, the no, ju- no, it was the judge... Who proceeded over like the FBI side of the investigation, yeah. giving warrants for the investigation or some shit? Her husband and her son. Her husband is still injured. Her son died by a hitman. Yeah. Like essentially, the fuck? Yeah, no, a full on hitman. Like, like a full on hitman. We're going double O seven delivery. Like, like yeah. went to her house at like eight o'clock at night and shot her. Like how cliche is that? You have someone in your door with a bouquet of flowers knocking on your door. And there's a fucking gun with a silencer in it. Yeah. And he's legitimately going to kill you. Or probably because he's a hitman. And obviously, this is a movie that we're talking about. There must have been some fucking dart or poison shit that he could just <laughs> throw and then just not be seen. I'm pretty sure he committed suicide, too. And then he committed suicide because, yeah. oh, he randomly committed suicide. Yeah. After failing his hit. Yeah. Or it's just he, regardless, is a fucking loose end, yeah. knows too much. Nigga needs to die. Like, even if he did the full job or not, yeah. he was going to die. So that's the biggest thing. Like, 
money really is just dictating who well, is even fucking the, the fucked up thing one of the ones that pisses me off the most is like listening to Michelle Obama I saw something about Michelle Obama's podcast or oh Barack Obama's bo- podcast holy shit dude Holy shit. Michelle Obama's podcast, like, if you genuinely like it, you're actually, I think you're a piece of shit. Like, come on. This this woman out here talking about, uh, like, all these things about being able to change the country and all oh, you millennials now are so selfish, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm sorry. Last I checked, you guys were trying to make, we're the ones who are going to make things better. And we voted for your husband to make things better. And look where. All right. We it, is, isn't that like the whole ha. thing? Like you guys have the power all to the, choose all the someone is in the that's going to represent you guys the whole to speak for you and give you what you have. But that doesn't fucking Bro, work. what about fucking Nancy Pelosi? Uh, I forgot what day it was she went on TV and was just like, well, we need to pray for those who lost their $600 a week unemployment, but we need to pray even harder for those who will take that away from them and not help them. And this is like, bitch, the fuck you're in government. You could help those people, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. Just go do your job. No, but that would affect like, her income somehow. And she would be course. biting on someone's hand and then she'll end up the dead. hand that feeds her. So that's yeah. So that's the thing that where I, I think like America criticizes or like sees like very like fucked up is when we hear from like a third world country where a dictator disappears, political parties take media, take people out of the way to like Yo, gain a, 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 an advantage. Quick pause. Yeah. I forgot who it was. It was an elected official and uh, he did like a whole Twitter rant and right in the middle of the Twitter rant, he just drops... And it, uh, it was about Venezuela and, like, yeah. Trump's failed attempts to put Juan Guaido in charge of Venezuela, right? Yeah. And, like, straight up in the middle of the Twitter rant just goes, and we back to coup in March of 2019, this, that, and the other. It's just like, so, wait, we're just going to ignore the fact that an elected official just, like, just admitted that we, did, we, we back to coup. Okay, cool. Well, let's ignore it. Keep going. Continue. Yeah, no, it's it's again like we America talks very ill of all these really horrible things happening in other countries, and he's like, "Oh no, they're so political, they're so corrupt." This is that look, they're taking people out. Nigga, it's happening here. It's just people are getting buyed out, and there's a lot of people that it's just happening to in a day to day basis. Yeah. It's the same thing, and people don't realize that it's just very fucking fascist, very mm-hmm. fucking rightist. And it's not right. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just not right. Like, it's if if we can say it's wrong for other countries to do that, then why the fuck is this country doing the same shit yeah. at a different level? It's just how, again, how the media paints. Well, look at how the media during Greta Thunberg, when she was doing oh, her yeah. whole tour, the media painted, yeah, and she met with Barack Obama and she met with uh, Justin Trudeau. And it's like, Barack Obama, sir, you were president for eight years, and yet you allowed the Keystone Pipeline to be built in North Dakota. Yeah, how, like, right? Like, like a lot of like the shittiest things uh, in those eight years to like our world happened. A lot of policies were passed that allowed yeah. a lot of companies to really fuck up, like shit up in the environment. Yeah, like, like and ramp like, up. We. If you look at like the minimums of like the standards that they need to have to comply with, like safety and regulations to like the world yeah like it's fucking very minimum like it's like it's stupid in the sense of like how like much damage they're causing until Mm -hmm. it's actually like a problem 
I, but if you keep on adding up, it's still a problem. I don't know. Well, like Barack Obama has some interview where he was touting on like, you know, people don't like to give me a lot of credit, but in my eight years, the United States went from being like a low end oil producer to one of the top three or four oil producers in the world. And it's just like, yeah, so you're proud of that. And yet you want to talk about climate change. I'm sorry, sir. You don't see the issue Exactly, here? no. You know, Justin Trudeau meets has a picture with Greta Thunberg and he had a caption on social media like, I believe we can change the world together. This that. It's like, sir, under your, under you directly, you've expanded the rights of so many oil companies that are literally taking over like the RCMP right now, which is like, uh, that's like in Canada, it's like, I don't know, their equivalent of like military police or some shit, yeah, whatever. whatever it is. Uh, they were actively, they're actively, uh, they were with and gowns. the oil companies acting as like their protectors to help take away land from the indigenous population. Yeah. Like, the indigenous people are taking them to court because they're literally like destroying their camps, destroying their enclosures just to be able to run more pipeline. And it's like, these are the same dudes that are turning around and being like, in, yes, in we have nice to post. do something. Let's do something. Who could do something? I don't know. But again, money talks and oil talks and all these things that are usually not eco-friendly. So we are destroying the world little by little for this fine, this finite time that we have in Earth. Our time is finite. If there's anything that is true is that we are going to die at one point or another, right? Mm -hmm. So we are trying to hoard all these, all this money and, and do all these and resources and do all these wrong things to the world, to people, right? Mm -hmm. For this finite time that we have and our actions, you know, when we die, our actions keep fucking people over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, how selfish you got to be to figure out that in this finite time that you have on Earth, you actually made it worst. <laughs> like you actually objectively... Yeah made the world worst mm -hmm. for your own personal gain. Mm -hmm. How fucked up is that? I mean, welcome to the selfishness that is like capitalism in general, man. It's just we have enough wealth and resources for everything and everyone. And we just don't want to share it because of some kind of idiotic like selfishness, you know? Yeah. It's like the concept of, right, if I, ah, oh, fuck. How is that? It, th this is an okay conversation at work, but like, it was just like, it would be great if we could plant more edible fruits and vegetables in public parks, right? Yeah. Oh, why? And somebody said, oh, why? So people can just come and eat your fruits and vegetables. And it's like, why should it be considered stealing? It's just in a public park. Yeah. You know, it would be great if I could be walking through Central Park, see an orange, grab an orange and keep walking. Yeah. And just eat myself an well, orange. Well, because the whole point of it, right, is that this has been... Did see uh, like a Republican, a really like right sided Republican would say like, "Oh, those are funds from the taxpayers that we're putting into the parks. Therefore, that property is the government's property, and whoever takes anything from there is actually stealing. And because people are not really putting a lot of money and effort, and it's coming from the taxpayers, therefore, um, it's wrong. It's stealing. They're like they're taking advantage of the system. Mm -hmm. When in fact, it's like, look, if you establish something like that and have again like." you know, programs where people start working on it, help around, you know, youth programs that are able to teach kids how the benefits of growing a crop, the benefits of like, you know, giving back, putting something back to this earth, 
you know, and everyone taking advantage of it. Why is that so bad? Why is mm -hmm. that so bad? Like, really, does that really bother people with money? Like, like happiness, like, like, you know, just a fruit. It's not like you're stealing and it. it's growing there for everyone. It's for everyone. That's the yeah. thing. It would be for everyone. Well, I mean, it, the problem happens to be that if you grow an individual, if you do not grow an individualistic society, those groups will turn against you. So it's up to that ruling class to make us all into individuals because as individuals, we can't line up against them. Yeah, of course. You of know? course. There's no power in being an individual. The power is in the collective. Yeah. But the, we can't know that. If, if the collective oh, knows that, course. then they, they win. Well, yes, because there's we more. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, what was that line in Bugs Life <laughs> uh, about the ants and the grasshoppers? There's more ants and stuff like that. If, if you let them know how powerful they are, some shit like that. Yeah, if you let them know how strong they are, they're going to group up against you. <laughs> like, yes. And then you see what happens when we come to, like, protests and stuff like that is that yeah. the commune that people that consciousness getting together and doing something for a change and start forgetting about the individualistic aspect for example mm -hmm. when we ask people what's their definition of success oh i want to make a lot of money i want to have a really nice house have a really nice car and this this and that whoa there's that's, a lot of eyes. That's just a lot of eyes in this whole world that we share with so many people. When we, you could be doing, if everyone did something to help the other person just a little, everyone had that. If everyone, rich, poor, whatever, had that little consciousness of let me help someone today, right? Mm -hmm. Every single day, we would grow as a society. Yeah, but then it'd be too easy. Oh yeah, no. Well, then, then <laughs> you wouldn't be as rich with, as you yeah. have. You have to like it's, we got to play the game on hard mode. You know why would we do all that? Yeah, no, exactly. It's uh, everyone for their own uh, survival. That's that's why we have a lot of fucking people that bring it all survival of the fittest and shit like that because that just brings more of that individualistic and like classist and separating people. You know, according to their fucking wealth. You know, it's funny sometimes that some of the people that do most of that uh, individualism and whatever, and like you're saying, survival of the fittest. Mm. And I've I've met a few people who try to make that argument about um, like evolutionarily, like, you know, you have to take care of your own. You have to take care of yourself, this and the other. But it's like yeah. our the human being greatest evolutionary trait has been to work as a group. Yeah. It's like the number one way we decided to, we, we, we chose I mean, and made advances. I mean, right? we realized we were a species that was nomadic and we made establishment. We were farms, which was a congregation of people and realizing that by establishing mm -hmm. roles for different people, people who are good at hunting, gathering and separating all of these things, we could collectively yeah. live better than just, Going to an area, fucking up the resources, moving to another area, fucking up the resources, going to another area, yeah. fucking up the resources. Instead, yeah. let's all congregate together, create yeah. this center, this mass, this power of unity between each other. Mm -hmm. Of course, people didn't know each other. There wasn't what we have today. There's different, there's different things. And then they, they would fight. And that was our olden days. But now we need to realize that. The only way to survive this fucking thing and the only thing to move forward as just the human species is mm -hmm. to actually work together. 
Yeah, and it's it's wild how we we constantly are being confused and lied to to think that it doesn't work that way. Like objectively, it's something we've done at every point in history over and over and over. No, how, no matter how far separated every tribe and group has been, every single time they get together and they work together and they overcome. That's they like grow every single time. Yeah. Period. No matter how far separated they were. Like that, it's what we always do. It's that's our actual human nature, but then we're lied to into thinking that it's somehow like it's a you versus me, or it's only us, some of us versus some of them, or things like that. Like the the brainwashing the media does. Yeah, it is the brainwashing, but from the get devil, and it's and it yeah, but it's from the get like where you were born, how you were born. That you've, it's already embedded in you. It's like in your fucking genetic genome, like just poof, there, you know? Yeah. So, like, said, that's what they want you to believe, right? Yeah. And if they make you believe, they f- make you feel less than, and, you know, it just makes you like saying, oh, I just need to work really hard and I'll get there. And then you spent all your life, because I haven't fucking met my dad's friends, and they're like, you know, they spent all their lives working really, really hard, working really, really hard. To have some money. There's not yeah. even like a whole bunch of money. To have some money. Yeah. To be really struggling now at their old age, older ages. Because they worked really, really hard. But they worked mm-hmm. only on themselves really, really hard. To what? That strain that like you're not enjoying. We only have one life, right? We like in this planet. And we have to essentially work to live. Which is really fucked up. We don't, ha- we don't have the pleasure to enjoy mm-hmm. living. As, as an adult, as a human being, right? Like to really expand that like potential of yeah. what we are. We don't know that because we were restrained. Only the people who don't have to worry about working, which is the rich, are the ones who are able to explore all these different like things. And yeah. how you get there, the the lie is that you by working hard, 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 you're gonna get there. But there's well, a lot of other things that are involved in that working hard. That people don't want to like put in the equation. Well, perfect example is you look at someone like a uh uh fuck, what's Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. right? It's like, yeah, and she was producing music since she's 16 and this, that, and the other. And it's like, honestly, if my parents could afford me, if my parents were actual uh musicians who could then also afford me a music studio and my brother was a music producer then yes i could since the age of 16 be able to challenge channel and my music ability better and take all the musical classes and have all the resources in the world for music and produce amazing music like i totally could do that at a younger age like there's nothing inherently genius about having every resource available to you well no but it's the same thing myself if you or if someone and anyone didn't have to as a young age help the family out and help the family grow because you know or at the whatever. very it's not even that it's also you got to take the you got to take the family l of like not being allotted everything possible to you yeah right like and then well how education that was so that was the whole big like when we invented like the press right the the printing press the printing press that like the beautiful thing was that now knowledge was going to be available for everyone because knowledge was only passed to the really rich because he was only like you know being a teacher was you, you were mm-hmm. really hard and you would live with like really wealthy families and like mm-hmm. that knowledge stayed there commoners did not have the access to that knowledge it would be too expensive they had to 
from the get. Just work their ass off to live. Not being able to expand their minds to knowledge, yeah. to just have the time to to learn something. And that was the whole big issue. We, like, not the big issue, but like the big accomplishment of the press, the printing press, is now the distribution of knowledge would be easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, still, people, some people, well, can't people had afford, to learn how to read after People that need too. to learn how to read. People need to afford a book. People that still, that's a privilege, right? Yeah. But it was an easier way to pass information down. I mean, that's a, the the funny thing about the word privilege because it comes in plenty of different shapes and forms. And it's how the story of, of the human race is about making the previous generation's privilege the next generation's common thing, right? So, like, where the internet was a privilege in the 80s, right? Yeah. In the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, now Now it is common, right? Yeah. So then now, or where a cell phone was a privilege 10 years ago, yeah. now is a lot more common. Yeah, the cell phone was, I'd my, like, when I, like, when I had a cell years phone, ago? that was a privilege. Yeah. That was, that was me, like, adding you to a line. Like, for example, I can't imagine right now with what I'm earning or whatever, Opening another line of like full internet to a kid that I have to be paying for, <laughs> like fuck them, yeah, like fuck them. Yo, like, yo, you want a thousand dollar phone, nah. my nigga? You want a thousand dollar phone? Yo, you get this fucking flip phone. You, oh, you're more, you live you in different make times. Calls. Yeah, no, but text and social media. I'm like, no, exactly. We've created all these things that we've. I mean. We don't necessarily need exactly. and we just created them for the gain and something else and yeah of course back in the day it was a privilege to have internet now we made it normal yeah but it feels as though we are being conditioned more and more not to do that you know mm-hmm. i it, it's something that's more in america than anywhere else about like it's it's almost as though the message we get from the media is like, you know, it's okay to leave some people behind. It's okay. Don't worry about well, that. Well, now, because now not having a poor uh, phone means you're poor. True. Like, really? You don't have a phone now? Like, if you went up to someone and you're like, hey, yeah, uh, give me your number. That way I can give you a call, blah, 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 whatever. Right? I mean, that's why, what was it? The Obama phone was a thing. Yeah. People actually did not have phones and people needed a phone. But people hated the Obama phone. Because the Obama phone was just a, a regular symbol phone, of force. simple for you to get phone calls and like the necessities or whatever. No, mm. of course they don't want that. They want the fucking expensive phone. They want to take mm. nice pictures. They want to, and granted, like you wanted that, but it's because we've normalized it throughout the ages mm. as something we strive for. It's like, oh, I need to earn that money to earn that new phone to like move forward. Well, yeah, well, it's the same way that. Drip is so <laughs> drip, yeah, drip, drip, so hard. That drip, drip, drip. That uh, drip is so wanted too. It's like the I need that status symbol. I need the next status symbol. The next status symbol because the new phone is just another type of status symbol, right? Having yeah, the, having the newest phone every single time it comes out because you a hot nigga. Like, oh wait, you is. don't have the new phone? You you have an iPhone six? You have a six? Really? The fuck? Do you need to upgrade that, bro? Yeah. No, bro. Some people can't upgrade. Right mm-hmm. now, my phone, well, you know, my phone's been on the fritz. My phone's two same, years old. No, my my phone's been on the fritz. I'm like, yo, no, we're going to milk the shit out of you. We're milking we're the shit out of yeah. you. Because 
I paid the full price for you, and you are gonna fucking last. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna make you last, and then I'll get another one, and I'll make that other one last too. <laughs> but I'm not getting getting them like it was fucking like if, I, if, yeah. if, if I was changing Sorry. underwear. I'm not changing underwear here. Yeah, I need, for example, I would rather spend money now on underwear that I would on my new, on a new phone. Wow, I, I mean, would I would 100% rather underwear, is underwear and socks. Mm-hmm. Underwear and socks. I would prefer that over me spending like right now, like spending money for on a phone. I would rather right now buy underwear and socks than thousand dollars with underwear and socks. Huh? A thousand dollars with underwear and socks. Yeah, I would rather buy that. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like you're short on underwear, buddy. Yeah, it's, hey, it's, it sounds happens. like I gotta do some laundry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like, actually. Whoops. Yeah, but these are the these. The funny thing is, though, you're presenting it as a choice, and I think that to the most common person, thing. it's not it, really a choice. It's not. They think it's a choice, but no, it's not a choice to some people, right? And it's not a choice to more people than we'd like to think. Yeah, That's I. Fucking, that's where the hugest disconnect is in America is that people think that even though I might be doing kind of bad, there's no way there's more people doing worse than me. And they don't realize that most people are doing way worse. Yeah. Right? Like half of the time is, well, half of the time, if you live like in New York, in Miami, in one of the major city centers, you're doing way better than other people just from the fact that you live in a major city center. That's usually or how the it perception works. of whatever better. I don't want to get into that because it's a whole argument that, that I would go into. Like, oh, I would be happier in a small town. Yeah, but that's just my small town mentality. And like, it, yeah, but the fact is, like, it, your zip code see, dictates like, more of your income. Oh, than anything of course, else. no, you of course, I mean? exactly. What it would nine zero two one zero the fucking most expensive zip code in the United States of America? Is it? I thought it was Boca Raton. I don't know. 90210 like was that. up there. That's know. why there was a fucking show called 90210, baby. Because it was about the fucking rich kids and what, how we strive. So we have all this show, all this media that's just portraying and glorifying this life. Bro, I used to watch all these shit. Like, I was going to say, D- I didn't DR. watch any of these fucking no. things, man. So my parents would watch None a nothing. lot of, like, I for example, those, like, shows. those shows, like all like East, like entertainment shows, like, uh, you would have, ah, oh, fuck it, like nine hundred two, like now nine hundred two would know, like Melrose plays the OC and stuff like that. I hated every single one yeah. of those things. So man. I would never I like actively it. watch it. It's just what my parents would have in the background, and it's just this, again, like this BS American dream. Mm-hmm. Like, if you work hard, you make it, and your kids are gonna be able to live this luxurious life. And why wouldn't you want to live this luxurious life? You know, mm-hmm. like if you think about, let's say, Gossip Girl, you know, oh, I want to be Chuck Bass. I want to be fucking Chuck Bass, bro. Do you want to be Chuck Bass? No, I fucking watch Gossip Girl as a fucking college I was student. Say, yeah, I watched Gossip Girl, I watched with Gossip you Girl like three years co- ago. Yeah, I watched Gossip Girl <laughs> as a college student. Like I, I watched Gossip Girl in a room of about 20 other I will, frat I've, guys. Yeah, I will, I've always, yeah, I've always been faithful to my fucking cartoons because that's a fucking the real escape of reality that I get. <laughs> Because that's fucking cartoons. They're fucking real escape of visual reality that I could get. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I the the whole, like, you know, fancy, dandy, like, extravagant living, like, it's nice. But, like, man, it, there's a lot of shit going behind that. I don't know. 
I guess I just was never attracted to it whatsoever. I I couldn't I can't stomach it sometimes. Like I think I did for a while as a kid, and then kept on noticing different kids, different things. See, that's I. Well, we grew up in different types of cities, yeah. but so for me, it always was like because I mean I do have rich family, and whenever we go to their houses, I would be like, man, this house is big. Seems fucking empty. <laughs> like, I always found that to be a theme. The I, biggest houses are the coldest houses. Yo, like, my, uh, that, that was what I. And I'm not saying because they have the ability to have the air conditioner running all day long. <laughs> true. Which is <laughs> actually true. They are the coldest houses in the instance. But, like, uh, you know, there was a warmth to my two bedroom apartment living with four other people. There was, yeah. a, there's a warmth to our nice little house in DR. Like, like, whenever I go back home to DR, I don't feel like, I'm alone. That that's always something I found weird actually when I would go to one of my richer uh aunts' house is like I would always feel like every hallway is empty. Like there's too much space to walk around. And then when I would be back in my house, it'd be like even if I was by myself, I never felt alone cuz it wasn't big enough to feel that way. And I enjoyed that a lot. Like I hated the bigger house cuz I was just like why the fuck is there this much house with nothing to do here with no one here? Like it, it, it's such a waste of time to me, even as a kid, that's how I saw it. And then I would be in, the, in my, you know, the two bedroom apartment and just like, Hey, at least shit's always happening. Bra, bra, bra. Shit's going down. You know, that's to me, that was the best part. So it's like those kind of TV shows. I never appreciated them because it was, yeah. to, it was just so empty to me. Well, that's like, the thing. So I, again, it was like, that was like my bonding time with my parents. Cause that's what they used to have like playing. And uh, it was like what I would do it's, Bedtime with them because that's what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I myself again, I've always been a fan of my fucking cartoons and anime. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Call me childish. I don't give a fuck. At least I don't watch those Gen Z fucking cartoons. I hate. They have no purpose I at hate all. Those bro. Gen Z cartoons, man. My my we cartoons. Tried. My, we tried. We tried, we tried. My cartoons were fucking dark. They were real. Because that's the thing. In that, <laughs> in that uh, fake Zim. world. It was a fucking hyper, uh, fucking hyperbole of the fucking reality that we lived as like depression, anxiety, and like all this <laughs> mental states that we actually live. And I think that's why, like, us, like, we like are just like so, like, into like our mental yeah. health awareness. And like, guys, remember, like, Gen Z is always just on their phones. Like, they don't give a fuck. They don't care. I think the people who created fucking cartoons realized that, like, Oh, maybe we are. This is too real. Yeah. Like this, like these problems are too real, yeah. and we needed to escape. Yeah, like look at uh, what did we have? We had like Doug, Daria, shit like that. That's that's before you, right? Like Doug and Daria and shit like that. Yeah. Definitely before you. But yeah, no, my our childhood, even Invader Zim was pretty. Invader Zim was pretty fucking dark. Sometimes I enjoyed that a lot, though. Yeah, holy shit. Now when you say that out loud. Well, what is it we were trying to watch? The Steven Universe was the Gen I Z. No I couldn't idea. even follow it. Some shit about some gems. It was horrible. Uh, there was another one we were trying to watch. I'm trying to remember the name. But nah, those Invaders. Oh my God. Those Gen Z fucking cartoons. I mean, just TV shows in general were always bad, but they just got progressively worse over time. It's like it. it, it at some point, I feel like TV try to do, especially like reality TV, try to do a bit of mimicking of actual life. Yeah. But that got boring real quick so well, that they just decided to go back to the fake. Well, yeah, because it was uh, reality TV is not real. 
let's just go there. I feel like yeah. reality TV at the beginning, it was like a real thing. And then you just notice that reality, <laughs> reality is scary. And we want to have like some sort of disconnect buffer. from it. Yeah, you need a buffer. That's some buffer. And we need to see these rich people having struggles. But Rich it's but it's but struggles. struggles, yeah. Hey, I mean, but gotta, it's all wait, wait, like, wait. but it's all like smoke and mirrors. Well, you got to give it to it. Like, look at what's happening. Oh, man. This oh, no, they fuck. No, look, this is going to sound horrible. But like, look at what's happening with Kim. Uh, sorry, with Kanye West right now. Hmm. Kanye West sound is horrible. objectively is- a billionaire. Yeah. Having a fucking meltdown. How solvable is his problem? He has Every resource available. To oh him. yeah, right. He has every. He has every the money to get treatment to have immediately available. The people around him just keep on telling him that that's his creative outlet. outlook. That's how he deals with stuff like yeah. that for being that creative person that he is. But um, but actually having every ability to fix every like, there's no problem in my life right now. That I couldn't fix if I had Kanye West money. Yeah. Period. Period. There's no problem I would have right now that I couldn't fix. And he, not, I'm not going to say he actively chooses not to because it's not just him. It's also about the people around him because he has a mental health problem. But it's like, yeah, everyone around him has all of the resources to help him. And they just fucking don't. Because it's all for the show. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it is to them. It's just fucking another show. It's just another playtime, you know? And that's sometimes the most frustrating thing for me, really, like, above all else. Like, how are you, how are you Jeff Bezos, and you could, like, fix homelessness in America? Yeah. Snap your fingers. It's done. You could yeah. be the dude in a history book that fixed homelessness, bro. Yeah. And you actively choose not to every day, like... Yeah. Wow, you're a scum fuck. Yeah, I also feel like we ba- have like both spectrums of like people's. I don't know, like they just don't want to like help out others and to an extent, like in the sense of like you have someone who clearly has problems, right? Like Kanye, mm-hmm. and he's going wild. He's running amok. He's having these tantrums. He's doing all this like stuff, mm-hmm. and you have no one really stopping it. And then you also have the angsty teenager who's going on Twitter and ranting about probably the same thing so this being just neglected too I mean just like oh you're just fucking crazy or whatever instead of like actually yeah. trying to help like you see like both we say oh Kanye you need help why won't you get help mm-hmm. Trixie shut the fuck up why are you cutting your fucking arm get yeah. your fucking shit together you know like mm-hmm. you have both yeah. things and it's like really fucked up Cause it's there's no fucking winning here. Like, if you no. are crying out for help, and you know you're just whatever, Nobody's no one's really paying to attention to you. Shit to you. And then yeah. you are way too rich to where you can fucking have a tantrum like this and do all this stuff. Oh, that's just your creative process. Yeah. So again, you're not ugly. You're not stupid. You're poor. <laughs> <laughs> I love right? that because it's true. <laughs> No one. If no everyone had the same amount of money, no one's ugly. You're just poor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're telling me that all these people that have had like a hundred. Look, I followed this like thing on like Snapchat about like in the look or whatever. 
people that have had thousands and thousands of fucking like hundreds and thousands of fucking surgery little like little by little they end up being a whole different person like if they had been like away from their parents and they just come to meet them again like after two years or like whatever i'm gonna call it i'm gonna call it a transition period i'm gonna call people who are not happy with their bodies in any yeah. case, as being in a state of transition, because you're transitioning to being in a, into a happier place. You have two, you have no boobs. You're getting boobs. If you whatever, that's still like a, a space of transition. But again, you need money to do that. So again, it's not yeah. that you're ugly. It's, it's like not that you. It's not that you don't know who you are. Is that you don't have the money to make those changes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just. It, any oh man, you don't have the money to have the free time. That's also another one. I think that's a big no, one. no, because you need to work hard and work in those yeah. twenty four hours that you have in a day, right? Yeah, because that's how they're gonna see it. Oh, it's because you're not working. It's because you're not busting. It's because you're not hustling. You're not hustling, well, Marcelo. Well, that's like a big thing when you think about the obesity problem in America. Like when you go out to the Midwest, it's not as visible in, in major cities. Yeah. When you go out to the Midwest, though. Because I've heavy. driven through the Midwest is heavy. They're he- oh yeah, that's that's some heavy hitters. You know, even it, or even like in the when you go out to the boonies in Vermont or some shit like that, you see some some big people, some big rednecks, yeah. and shit like that. And you know, you're kind of conditioned from the media to be like, yeah, they choose to be fat. They just yeah, choose yeah. to eat like shit. It's like no, they have no access to good food. Like, have you been to a Walmart lately? Yeah. All like the food options there are frozen and they suck. Yeah, and if you want to go to like the like the if you want to go buy organic food, quote unquote organic, quote unquote organic, from or like, like Whole Foods or some shit, it's expensive. Exactly, it's mad expensive. So again, you having a poor diet is to an extent because you're poor. Because you're poor. Because <laughs> if you have, because look, for example, look at the Hungry Man. Like how? Why were they designed? They were designed for you to fucking. Like, just sit there, eat your meal, and it was a very cheap way to do yeah. it. And I think we conditioned ourselves and our bodies to just get that cheap, like, that cheap fucking shit yeah. into our bodies instead of actually trying to, like, get for looking and nutritious. Well, yeah, because your work day is about eight hours, plus you got to take an hour break. So nine hours, you're outside of the job. Plus, it probably takes you about a 30-minute commute each way. So now you're about 10 hours out of your house every day. So I wish you it only was have. Yeah, for you it's more. From some people, it's a lot more, right? Yeah, so, I know. I knew people that commuted two, three hours to Yelp to work Jesus at Yelp. Christ, yeah. I, I knew people that, that came from Connecticut. I knew people that came from like fucking deep in Jersey. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that personally. But like, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, you lost your day. You lost tw- if you lose ten to twelve hours of your day just with work related things. You have twelve hours left. At least three of those hours you got to dedicate to eating and shitting. So, you know, you're not down to a lot of time left to actually figure things out and do exercise in this because you still got to take care of your kids and take care of your house or this sleep. or that. Sleep. Decompress. Yeah, you're right. Wait, like, actually, you're right. So, you're uh, even counting sleep tw- in there. Yeah, no, you're right. I did. If, if it's about 10 hours for work or everything work related, let's say 11 hours plus another eight hours for sleep, more or less, because you're exhausted. You're talking about 19 hours. You only got five hours left in your day. And then about, yeah, two to three hours is eating and shitting usually about yeah. your day. I'm I'm just taking a rough guess here because you eat, if you eat three meals a day, it takes you about half an hour just to, you know, maybe if you count the amount of shits you take during the day. Yeah. But well, 
If we I was going to say half an hour per every time you eat, but yes, and the shits too. Yeah, let's count the shits, please. Let's let's <laughs> let's count let's count the fucking shit. Well, yeah, right? that's an hour and a half, and uh, you know, you take about two. Well, shits a day, do you right? do you remember watching the Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah, and um, Bruce, um, Bruce, oh, Bruce, yeah, Bruce, Bruce, what? Bruce, what? Yeah, Will Smith, Will Smith, Tangled, Tangled, Entanglement, uh, baby. <laughs> Will Smith, the Entanglement of the year. We're in August, baby, because we're in August. Everyone should just cheat on their girlfriend, so it's gonna be fine because we're doing it for our boy Will Smith. <laughs> that's. That's not how that works. That's not yeah, how that works. Uh, that is not how that works. Don't you change that. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Will Smith is talking to a point. He's like, yeah, I'm not even like taking my time to drink water. Because if I go drink water, that's time that I'm taking off the phones where I could be making calls. And if I drink water, I'm going to want to go to the bathroom to take a pee break. Therefore, that's why I'm not doing it so I can have more time on the phones. Like, that's crazy mentality, man. That's literally called burnout. Like, that's burnout to the fucking extent. And again, you're not living life. You're not really enjoying life. You're hating your life going to work 9 to 5, 8.30 to 5.30, however you want to fucking dial it in, right? Mm -hmm. To make an average fucking living... For most people, it's just like an average living and then obviously not have the means to do anything else. <laughs> it's also a huge part of this, I think, is um, psycholo- there's a psychological portion that is the loss of autonomy because you have to realize the fact that how much when you're in a job that you hate, mm. how much of that job is also things you don't control about you anymore, right? Like if you work at an Amazon warehouse, they can they have they tell you how many times or how long you can pee in a day. Like yeah. as much as you think other countries are horrible and dictatorships in this, like very few dictatorships in the world include an eight hour portion, eight to ten sorry, about ten hour portion of your day yeah. where you are limited in the amount of time you can piss. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, like, think, no, seriously, yeah. think about that. Like, if you go use the bathroom too much at work, you're going to get screamed at. You're going to scream that. Fun get, fact, you're, you're, like, most people will at least go into that. So, I mean, I don't know if it's, if it's an extent real, but like in um, the show um, that's based in Chicago, um, that show. You got uh, it. You got it. Keep going. Oh, my God. You can do this. What kind of show? Well, you know, it's about that family that's struggling and whatever. Shameless. Shameless. There you go. Good. I forgot all their <laughs> names and everything. Shameless. Um, well, Debbie. Debbie's working. Mm-hmm. The, like the one of the the girls is working and she's a welder, or whatever. And she's getting her paycheck and she's getting less than every other welder. And the excuse that they're having is like, Oh, you're a girl. You use the bathroom for longer than guys. Therefore, we got to take away money from your paycheck because you're not working. You're not working as much as the guys are. But if we apply that principle to just like piss in general, like if you have to go to the bathroom too much, if you have a small bladder, you go to the bathroom a lot. Like you're just not dedicating time to work, to producing money, to producing a lot of money. Two greedy motherfuckers that want more money yeah. for you to get a smidge of the cake. Like every every business in, in itself would be just a fucking pyramid. Aren't they all pyramids though? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> That's the whole like point of it, right? You're always at the bottom. Yeah, you always you're eating these pussy. You're a fucking bottom feeder. <laughs> Wow, wow, yeah, no, you just called it quoted WAP. All I just, right. I just quoted WAP. You just quoted Cardi B again. Yeah. Every time. Uh, oh, wait, no, it wasn't. That was Mike the Stallion's verse. Yeah, that was Mike the Stallion's. Come on, no, man. actually, the verse was uh <clears throat> sorry, mom and dad. Oh, sorry, mom and dad. If you eat this ass, then he a bottom feeder. Oh, yeah. If you eat these ass, then you're a bottom feeder. Yeah. God. Everyone's gonna be that. eating some I hated ass. That. Everyone eats some ass. Everybody does a little bit short. No, no. But if you think about how everything's stuck, I'm licking someone's ass so I can be better. Like, I have a manager that I have to, like, essentially just, you know, present all this goodness. You know, just, you know, being this fake person, being really nice to him and shit like that. So eating his fucking ass so he can talk good about about me to the other people and then me escalate up in the fucking pyramid. You know? So everyone fucking eats ass. You have to eat ass at a certain point in your life. Like to your parents, to whatever, you have to fucking eat ass. From the moment you're born, you're eating ass. Metaphorically speaking. Of course. Today's lesson on the hate cast has been about how capitalism is boiled down to eating ass. (laughs) Yes. Capitalism and just a systematic error that we're living on is, in essence, the fact that we eat ass from birth till death is it consensual i don't think you have a choice when you're a kid and if eating ass is all you know then i don't think it's consensual so capitalism is a non-consensual system where we eat ass to get ahead yes we eat shit to go ahead and no 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 eat ass eat ass but oh yeah sure eat ass the shit's just in there it just happens it just happens to be there and you can get dirty sometimes Wow, this is a depressing. <laughs> I didn't expect to to have a depressing ending to one of these. Wow. Yeah, right. That's th- there's no control We're to it. You are ass. just born in a system of eating ass and having your ass eaten there. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully, at some point your ass gets eaten so, too. So, hopefully someone because you went through all this work of eating ass, you want someone to eat your ass as much as you ate <laughs> ass through your life cuz you just feel like it's you just feel like it's fair. <laughs> if I went through shit in life, then other people have to go through shit in life. I mean, sorry, eating ass. So yes, that's capitalism. Capitalism is eating ass. Wow. Can we get a paper on this? <laughs> I think we should go ahead and write some like a nice submitted paper. Get it get get it peer reviewed and shit. Peer reviewed and shit. Like capitalism boils down to eating ass. Yeah. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Today on my TED Talk, I will be... <laughs> Today on my TED Talk, we shall explore how capitalism is, in fact, eating asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and have Climbing like a big, your way up the ladder. Crime, and just have it be like the human centipede drawing. Well, yeah, because this is what happens. You're in that ladder and all your heads are connected to the asshole. And then what yeah, you do is that if you don't like that asshole anymore, you do everything to surpass it or take it out of the equation. So you move a little bit up the ladder to eat someone else's ass. Well, at least you eat a little bit less. Every time you go up, no, it's ass. still the same ass, baby, because the ladder keeps on going up and up. You're not going to the top. If you started at the <laughs> bottom, you're not going to end at the top. That's a whole lot of ass eating. or that You're skipping some steps. Sometimes sometimes you get good at it, bro. Yeah, when you get There's good at eating ass, you're a professional ass eater. 
like a PAE. PAE. Professional eater. I got my PAE, baby. Do you mean your CPA? No, my PAE. What's your experience? Life. What's your PAE? Professional ass eater. How many asses have you eaten? I don't know. I lost Thousands, count. I lost millions. count. I lost count. But I've been eating ass ever since I was out of the womb. <laughs> from that from that fluid in the womb to eating mucus out of your asshole. What? All right. And <laughs> oh, that's no. this week's hey guys, everyone. And that's this week's hey guys. And I this hope you learned how to eat ass. Lopez. And, and we're out.